Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Let's start with a few updates from my colleague Claudia Morrell on what the city council discussed in their meeting yesterday. For one, the city of Chicago is a step closer to creating a municipal snow plowing program for the sidewalks. City council members advanced the plan, saying it's an issue of equity. Supporters say the current system, which relies on individuals to clear the sidewalk in front of their property, ain't working. And it makes it hard for seniors and people with disabilities to commute in the winter. So the city is going to create a working group to design a pilot program for removing snow and ice from Chicago sidewalks. But Alderman Raymond Lopez is not sold. He says the city can barely handle clearing snow in the neighborhoods. We're talking about creating another government program to do what other people should be doing themselves and could be doing themselves. The working group will determine costs and where in the city the sidewalks will be cleared for the pilot program. A group of city council members also want to increase Chicago's sub-minimum wage for tipped workers. It's an ordinance called the One Fair Wage Campaign, and Claudia says it would phase out the pay gap between minimum wage workers and folks who rely on tips. Right now, there's about a $6 difference between the two. Alderwoman Jesse Fuentes says it's about building financial security for women and young people who make up a majority of the tipped service industry. We're talking about building a safe for Chicago. If we're talking about building safer communities, then it starts with paying our young people livable wages. She says negotiations with the city's restaurant association continue. But one of her colleagues called it a business killer, especially at a time when businesses are already leaving the city. The measure is now stalled. Chicago's new Board of Education has been sworn in. As I mentioned last week, Mayor Brandon Johnson picked several community organizers and a legal aid attorney. Here's my colleague Nareda Moreno with more on that. Today we'll begin the meeting with the oath of office. The new board president is 33-year-old John Ann Shee. He previously led the parent advocacy group Raise Your Hand. I love that I get to continue to be surrounded by all CPS parents on this board that over half of us were educators, those experiences matter. He also noted that all of them were on local school councils. UIC history professor Elizabeth Todd Breland will serve as vice president. She's the only carryover from the Lori Lightfoot era. This is the last fully appointed board for CPS. The city will transition to an expanded, partially elected school board starting in 2025. That was my colleague Nareda Moreno. Northwestern University continues to face scrutiny over extreme hazing. Now, as we forecasted earlier this week, the school is facing lawsuits from former student athletes. My colleague Sarah Karp is reporting on a news conference about this where Lloyd Yates, who used to be on the football team at Northwestern, explained how he eventually understood that hazing did affect him. The hardest part for me, and and I, I think I'm not alone when I say this, is, you know, accepting that you're a victim, right? That's not a part of the culture to really think that way. Um, but it's true. And what we, what we went through is wrong. Yates will be a part of a soon-to-be-filed lawsuit by prominent civil rights attorney Ben Crump, which includes about 15 former athletes. And now for quick hits. 
Some news from Waukegan, which is about an hour north of Chicago. A video of a 43-minute interrogation shows detectives in the city leading a 15-year-old to falsely confess to shooting a dollar store clerk last year. WBEZ sued the Waukegan police for the video under Illinois' open records law. The footage shows the lead detective using deception and leading questions to steer the teen to self-incriminating statements. The police jailed the teen on charges, including attempted murder, until his basketball team proved he was 18 miles away from the shooting when it took place. And unionized workers at Laredo Hospital on the west side say they've given a 10-day notice to strike. Union leaders say the hospital is short-staffed and underpaid. In a statement, a spokeswoman from Laredo says the hospital appreciates its employees and hopes to reach a new union agreement soon. And the Chicago City Council Finance Committee has approved a $27 million subsidy to rehab the 103-year-old Congress Theater. It's an iconic landmark on Milwaukee Avenue in Logan Square, and it's been vacant and neglected for 12 years now. Alderman Daniel Laspada says he hopes to see a complete rehab of the movie theater turned concert venue. In addition to rehabbing the theater's iconic Renaissance-style features, local preservationists say the upgrade will include adding affordable housing and retail space. In the weather today, mostly sunny, high temperatures in the mid-80s with a few clouds coming this afternoon. And that's it for The Rundown. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.